From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pox Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's pack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. And ladies and gentlemen, happy Fourth of July. Uh, don't forget that Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. If you were listening to this on release day, then. Hopefully, we'll see you tonight at Mayday in Murfreesboro for bingo. Uh, maybe you're in the car making a cross-country road trip as we speak uh, to come see us. But either way, make sure you come out and see us. And if you came out and saw us, thank you so much. And if you didn't make it, well, next time, make sure you get out there. Uh, what were you thinking? Um, you, you missed it. Well, I can't tell you. It hasn't <laughs> yeah. happened yet. But let me tell you, it was a, it was a yeah. time and a half. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that, it was had. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. you guys definitely missed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today we are covering the uh, NHL draft. We got a bunch of trades. Uh, we'll be doing a little, uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, doing our Pucks Out Awards next week. Um, but yeah, how are you this week, bud? Doing good, man. Uh, like we kind of talked about before, I'm uh, dead tired. You know, uh, turns out that uh, standing out in the exhausting heat all day uh, with only alcohol and sodium and crawfish to sustain you it was like it doesn't you know it used to it used to just reju- rejuvenate my life and now it is uh it is wearing i guess to be fair gyms probably didn't help uh the whole yeah. ordeal um so i'm 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 doing all right i'm sore i'm tired uh but uh had a great time at the at the crawfish boil slash uh slash birthday party and um doing good man got a got a big staycation week ahead of me uh we're recording pretty early on monday so we can get this out but uh how about you man how you doing good man exhausted uh i was thinking this morning usually there's a bit of a uh you know a gap between my birthday celebration and your birthday celebration mm. but not this year this year we are i mean we're we're going it's like the same week and we're just gonna next week's gonna be kicking it kicking it back to back you know i mean uh but i saved you because we'll not be able to do gyms after my birthday that night so we really <laughs> will have to condense it down into about a three hour time frame and so i think we could be good because we're also going to have to stuff to do we're going to have to bing, you know host bingo yeah. as well which is very difficult as you as you're aware bob we are uh, not good <laughs> at it at all so um yes this is going to be a rough uh, back to back, but um, you know we they, we're champions. They they've you know they they've they've elected us to uh, to carry this mantle, so we can't yeah can't let I mean know, can't let some would even some would even use the word hero. I'm not saying I mean, some, using that word some, but some people some, have. It, it was me and you, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other places they do not use that. I think I think what we're hearing a lot out and about is wow, what a couple of zeros, you know. <laughs> these yeah. losers over here. Um, <laughs> that's okay uh, though. We don't we don't we don't be, listen to them. 
Uh, before we hop into the news, let's do a quick fit check. Uh, it's 4th of July, so I grabbed my uh, American fireworks. Uh, even though I don't like fireworks, I still I still love America. So I grabbed my 4th of July Hawaiian shirt, and I'm rocking the nice. Washington uh, Commander's hat. Nice, nice. I uh, went with the uh, May Day shirt, since we'll be there coming up. And then uh, uh, the, uh, excuse me, my uh, Grizzlies hat in, in honor of Desmond Bain signing. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's hop into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right, we have got a absolute crap ton of trades in the NHL to go over. Um looking right here so this one i think there might actually be an updated list that i found over here um yeah so this one that i posted in here it only goes july 1st i'll send you i'll post the uh updated one real quick uh, that i actually just found all right but we'll go down uh starting from today day of recording uh we've got dylan gramble uh one year with the maple leaves uh we'll, we'll skip some of these uh, Mark yes. Stahl is headed back to the Metro uh, after two seasons with the Red Wings and one with the Panthers. Um, he's headed to the Flyers on a one-year, $1.1 million deal. Uh, there is another Domi on the Maple Leafs. Max Domi ha- has a one-year, $3 million, uh contract with Toronto. Tyler Bertuzzi uh, heading to the, uh, to the Leafs as well on a one-year, $5.5 million contract. Tyler Yamamoto to Seattle. Uh, that's a good move for them. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, skip a couple of these. Nothing major. Uh, Evan Rodriguez to the Panthers on a four-year, four-year, twelve million dollar deal. Uh, uh, Shane Gautispear, uh on a one-year deal to uh, to Detroit for four million dollars. Uh, heading down here, John Klingberg, one year uh, to the Maple Leafs. Uh, th- there's just so many. Uh, David Riddich headed to L.A. Let's see here. They The Islanders extended Ilya Sorokin. Then we've got Alex Galchenyuk is headed to the Coyotes. Let's see. The Penguins, after, uh, you know, there was some question about whether or not they'd bring back Tristan Jarrett, but they have brought him back on a five-year, $26 million contract. That's, uh, that's a big one. Uh, and then when I'm looking down here, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Bustad, uh, he is headed back to uh, the Coyotes. And then, obviously, we've got the uh, Ryan, Ryan Tonato to Chicago, and the Preds have re-signed Cody Glass. Oliver Ekman Larson to the Panthers. Uh, Ranta is back with the Hurricanes. Uh, Luke Shin to the Predators. That's a big move for us. A little surprising like uh, move for us. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reeves to the Maple Leafs. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly to the Predators. Uh, another big move. After having his contract broke, probably one of the more surprising moves, or a contract bought out by the Jets, uh, Blake Wheeler goes to the Rangers. So, yeah. uh, great grab for them. 
Uh, Bruins get uh, James Van Riemsdyk. Jonathan Quick, uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned that, uh, to the Rangers. Cam Talbot to the Kings. Uh, Anderson is staying in uh, Carolina uh, with the Hurricanes. Uh, Corpusalo, big five-year deal to the Senators. So quite a, quite a few. I'm sure we missed something in here. Um, Nyquist to the Preds. But wow, man. Uh, yeah, we, a lot of yeah, movement. Uh, the Preds uh, bought out uh, Matt Duchesne's contract, and he then got picked up by Dallas. I'm trying to pull it up. There is, I, there's a lot going on with that contract buyout. It they couldn't find. They obviously the only reason they did that is because they couldn't find a trade, trade someone to trade uh, for him because I believe it actually cost them more money in the long term on the cap than having to buy him out. Um, so that's that's surprising that they couldn't find anyone to to trade for Matt Duchesne. Uh, but they but he was picked up off unconditional waivers. Uh, I'm looking to see what his new contract is in Dallas. Uh, I don't think this article has it. Uh, one year, three million deal with with the Stars. So a little bit of a pay cut for him. Yeah, but I mean, fair, man, Colorado really got cut cut ties with them at the right time, huh? I mean, he, he yeah, has been, uh, been I mean, a miss. I mean, we he had a great season for us, and he had a couple of decent seasons for us. I don't ever think he was ever worth what we uh, what we were we were giving him. You know, I mean, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what the uh, what the new the new old blood can do. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, at first it looked like Preds were going full rebuild mode, but now they're bringing in some older guys, Ryan O'Reilly, Luke Shen. Uh, what are your thoughts on the decisions being made on, on, on these guys? Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting. We, uh, we thought, okay, we're going to tear it down to the nubs and, you know, start from, start from scratch. Well, these are not signings that you make when you're doing that. Um, weirdly enough. I don't think that it pushes us. Uh, I don't think any of these moves have, have pushed us over the edge by any means. You know, uh, I don't think that we are now yeah. something that we weren't a couple of years ago. I think we are a, a different team. Uh, but I, I, you know, it's, I'll be interested to see. It's always good, you know, to see your team do well. It's hard to watch them do poorly. Sometimes doing poorly is what you need in, uh, in, in hockey. Uh, but if we can come in, we can bring in a new set, a new coach, and win this way. All good with it, you know. So, I mean, what are you? Th- I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, how how are you feeling? We kind of talked a little bit about it at, on Saturday. Yeah. But. At first, I was apprehensive about this, but man, Barry Trotz, he's he's a winner. He knows how to win. I think that I don't know. Uh, I think it either goes very well or it goes very poorly. Um. You know, obviously, I, I don't think that they are a cup-winning team this year, but I mean, I, I'd like to see what other moves are made over the next month or two. You know, the people he didn't bring in any like these are not these are names that come up, but I think that they're big names for us because we're fantasy players. I think yeah. that for the average fan, these are not names that are going to put butts in seats. No, yes and no. Um, it just depends. But I, I absolutely hear what you're saying. They're bigger names for us uh, as we know what they can do overall. They are definitely not flashy stars uh, by any means. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not something 
that um, that is looking to, like you said, these guys are massive goal scorers, and they're, I mean, they they play good hockey and have have won. So I mean, that's that's where where uh, where my excitement is coming from. But yeah, I I can agree with that. Is that the names are a little bigger to us than they are uh, to others? Um, let's move to, uh, outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right. So big, some big moves for the Grizz as, uh, uh, Desmond Band signs a max contract with the Grizz and... Oh. Sorry, uh, it's Desmond Bain. <laughs> I messed Dang. it up. Uh, sorry. Uh, hey, you put it on the teleprompter. I'm going to read you just it. Read, uh, yeah, you just read the teleprompter, <laughs> yeah. man. That was my fault. That was my fault, everybody. Uh, the, uh, as well as the 2011 NBA MVP, Derek Rose is coming to Memphis as well. What are your thoughts on those? Um, Cool to see Derrick Rose back in Memphis, I guess. Uh, no, but great, sign, <laughs> great to sign uh, Desmond Bain. I we were since we've been talking, Derrick Rose has had a knee injury. We so we brought his name up. We said it three <laughs> times, and so now he tore it. He tore an ACL, so he's out for the season. But it was it was a good run while he was there. Uh, I think that uh, you know they're going to be without Ja for twenty five games. I think it's a good signing if, when when healthy. Uh, even if he's not the Derrick Rose that he, he once was, the MVP Derrick Rose, he is uh, a great basketball player, a uh, great IQ. Uh, so hopefully stave off some poor start to the season. Yeah, 100%. Um, that's about it for our outside the NHL. I don't think there's really any other news going on uh, non-hockey related as of right now, um, at least from what I've seen. Um, let me see the uh there was oh man there was something in baseball that happened the other day but I don't even remember a now. Was, perfect game was even pitched. for baseball a perfect game ah yes yes a perfect game was pitched uh you know yeah, I hate the Yankees but love seeing I think yeah, yeah it was I I think they said the twenty sixth per- perfect twenty fourth uh, game twenty fourth perfect game uh ever in uh, MLB history so hey it's always cool to see that you know let me see get his many, name yeah. we will give his name everybody oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, it was Domingo German. Yeah, uh, Domingo German uh, achieves twenty fourth perfect game in MLB uh, history. Uh, so hey, congrats to him. That's always dope to see. Uh, but yeah, let's move into our main topic of the day, which is the NHL draft coverage. Uh, I've got two big things here. There is obviously a lot else to go over. Um, but uh, you know. Surprise, surprise, better to Chicago. Uh, I think, obviously, he that was the given best player in the draft. Uh, then the Bruins didn't get a pick until the number 92 overall, and I, I, I don't like that. I don't like, you know, I think this, this isn't like, you know, dynasty leagues in, uh, in fantasy. Like, these picks are very, very, very important. Um, and I don't like teams that – throw away all of their their uh draft capital for almost an entire year 
They will just take the record and and cry about your analysis. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I uh, I agree. I, I think oh, they'll, they'll also take their first round elimination as well. They will. They'll accept that. That was second round elimination, right? <laughs> Sorry, second. I, I thought it was first, but yeah, probably second. I think it was second. They, get, they got beat Either by way, the, uh, the Panthers in the second round. Yeah, Maybe yeah, I'm yeah, right. Sorry. No, that was the first round. It was first round. A first okay. round exit. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> no, I, I mean Chicago, obviously a big, a big winner. Uh, lots, a lot of. It was a really fluid draft. Uh, mm-hmm. Some say that uh, that the Flyers at seven. Uh, what's Medvey Mikov that he, uh, in the KHL that he was probably the next best talent there. Uh, just uncertainty with his potential contract at the KHL. I really liked what Detroit did. Uh, I liked Nate Danielson, who they got at at uh, nine, um, but really didn't enjoy uh, the Preds pick uh, Matthew Wood. He He's got size, uh, can afford to wait on him a little bit. Uh, you know, this this was written written uh, before our big moves because, oh, it looks like they're in a rebuild, so they can afford to, to wait a little bit for this guy. So uh, that may not be the case, but I, I like that move a lot as well. Uh, our, our defensemen, they, the write-ups are, are good on him. Uh, they maybe a little early uh from what i've what i've read but uh they we needed to get a a, a d man i think the last first round d man we drafted was fabro right in like 2016 or something it was i think so yeah it was a, a good bit ago so um yeah and uh, <laughs> matthew wood is very young as well i mean i think he's still a yes. college, he just got done with his college freshman yeah, so I mean, as he, you know, so this size that he has now on him, and that's fairly new. As as he learns to use that and use it on the ice, I think he's he's going to improve exponentially over the next two or three uh, years. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's the that's the hope for sure. Uh, he could use work on his skating, um, but uh, other than that, I think that he's he's got a really good uh, good opportunity to. Uh, to do well in this league, uh, even if he has to slide into some sort of role. Uh, I think, I mean, like, like we talked about, you know, being six, four makes it pretty, makes a lot of th- other things come, come, uh, come easier for you. You know, you don't have to worry yeah. about that size uh, comparison to, to anybody else. Uh, I do want to talk about the uh, coyotes being probably, a, you know, one of the sets of, of, of big losers here. Um, uh, Really, just didn't like the picks uh, where they had them. Seems like they they reached a, a little bit in a draft that it was just go go best available, you know. Uh, and so they reached at at seven, uh, or I'm sorry, six on a D man because they needed one. Yeah, um, I think they fucked that up. I think they should have taken Matvi uh, Mikov. I think they should, yeah, they should have two. Now, he may not have ever come and played for them. Uh, so I could see them not taking, not taking him. Uh, but I mean, he, we, you, you called it the Canadians not letting Reinbacher fall past them. I still yeah. think that was the wrong move, though. I mean, you, there was still a lot of great talent left on the board. Um, 
Mikoff, like we said, taking him there, uh, he'll come and play yeah. for a team like Montreal down the road. Um, can't I? I can't believe that um, Anaheim went Carlson over Fantilli though. That was uh, I was interested in that. I I really thought that they were going to yeah. go uh, with Fantilli. Uh, and I know there. that. The Anaheim fans fans are also really upset. I was on the uh, the Ducks Reddit and I saw a bunch of photos on Twitter. A lot of people already had Fantilli customized jerseys for Anaheim. Mm, that was stupid. <laughs> so yeah, don't but do that, people. <laughs> Blue Jacket, Blue Jackets, absolutely got a steal there. Uh, being able to get him at three. Um, yeah, I I think I think Will Smith to the Sharks. That was a good move for them. Uh, a lot of these guys, man, really, it's really got, you're kind of not going to be able to tell, you know, uh, for a couple of years who actually won in this draft. But uh, there are definitely some that you feel won more uh, than others. Yeah. Um, do you think that the uh, that better will be, perform as he's been uh, graded or do you think that he's going to fall? I'm, I'm trying to look up a list of the overall number one picks over the past couple of years just to kind of. Put him into the yeah, same, I'm not you know. sure. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about Bedard. I mean, obviously he has the the best op- opportunity. I don't. I don't know. I mean, is he going to be like Lafreniere? That he's good. He's got he's got his sh- his moments that are shining through, uh, but he never really comes to that full potential. Um, who knows? It's it's all it's also tough being on a on a bad club like that uh, and trying to be the anchor yeah. point to make it better. We will have to see. Yeah. I mean, it'll be I'm, a few I'm years. This list. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking through this list, and it seems like there's periods where you have a bunch of first overall picks who do very, very, very well between 2004 and 2016. In that class of first overall picks, you have Ovechkin, Crosby, Patrick Kane, Steven Stamkos, John Tavares, Ryan Hopkins, Nathan McKinnon, Aaron Eckblad, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews. Then in 2017 to 2023, you've got Nico Hischier, Rasmus Dahlin, Jack Hughes, Lafreniere, Owen Power, Slavkovsky, and Connor Bedard. So, I mean, it's weird. And then you go look at the 10 years prior to Washington Cap. Yeah, but then when you look at the 10 years prior to 2004, like 1996 to 2003, the only like yeah yeah you've got Joe Thornton and Mark, Mark Andre Fleury in there but those the other names aren't really uh sticking out um so I, I I would I wish that they would I would love to know well if there is something happening maybe in the college levels it looks like a lot of these guys are in you know the uh, OHL and the uh, WHL so I would love to kind of see what's causing these periods of of spikes with these guys. Hmm. Talent drafting. I mean, uh, scouting has yeah. got to be part of it. And, huh. Well, it's interesting. But all right, yeah. All right, so let's uh, move into our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All 
righty, we have got a story uh, coming from Australia, which is like the Florida of the world. Uh, Aussie politician accuses gay penguins of faking it in order to indoctrinate children. That is human children. Um, so down in Sydney, uh, Australia, the, there is a political party called the Family First, which is uh, a Christian lobbyist conservative uh, you know, party. Uh, and the head of that, Lyle Shelton, has accused the Sydney Sea Life Aquarium's famous hey penguin couple of Sven and Magic of faking their gay love story. And he says that they're not actually gay, that they're doing this uh, to indoctrinate <laughs> children. Um, it's just absolutely insane. For those of you that don't know about Sven and Magic, uh, this, is, uh, this happened back in 2018. Uh, when the staff of the Sydney Aquarium noticed the two Gentoo penguins swimming together and becoming inseparable ahead of the breeding season, uh, they noticed that they would never, they didn't care about going to find a mate, anything like that. So the staff gave them a fake egg and they together were practicing their parenting skills. And, um, and then they eventually gave them a real egg to foster. And they have since raised two chicks together and have been, ter- and have been termed the most devoted couples in the penguin colony. Um, they would, <laughs> which Lyle Shelton uh, will not stand for. He will not stand for this. No. <laughs> um, and so they recently, uh, it, this was voted on. This is the, the teacher federation, uh, said that they will use Fed and magic story. Uh, we brought up a new school syllabus, uh, for, I guess their equivalent of late high school, uh, to teach kids about, you know, inclusivity, you know, families all over the spectrum. And of course, uh, someone didn't like that penguins, uh, you know, it'd be one thing if he's like, oh, I don't like penguins being used like anywhere, mate. Right. He just doesn't. doesn't At first, I didn't know you were going to accent. And I was like, what's happening to Bob's voice? (laughs) 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 I got it. Then I'm midway through. I was like, "Okay, he's just doing a doing an accent here. And I and then I and then I was like, I'm in. I was like, I'm in with it. Well. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Go ahead and finish your story about the gay penguins. <laughs> um, so yeah, he pretty much he he. There's just something insane about the headline: Shelton rails against gay penguins. Yeah, <laughs> inside yes. this article, very uh, much not on <laughs> point. Very much like on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he's saying that the penguins have been manipulated from the very start. Uh, that they were given an eggs to incubate together. So, of course, that they would become, uh, they would make them think that they were gay. Uh, they didn't even give a, have a chance to look at women. It's a bunch of insane <sighs> let me, shit. Let me, let me go ahead and tell you, dude. If you just gave any two dudes, like, a small baby to care for, the first thing that would happen wouldn't be, we're together now, right? We are now gay together? It would be, no, we have to find a woman to now take care of this baby. Uh, <laughs> we will go watch like sports or something together, but the baby, we got to get, no, this is a family yeah. unit. They wanted to raise this child together. Why yeah. does it? I mean, your name is Lyle. Let's be real. Come on, yeah. Lyle. Not to mention, you know, has this dude never seen three men and a baby? Did he think that that movie ended with Tom Selleck uh, uh, railing Ted Danson? That's not how that not. movie ended. He's not. He's never seen it. He's Australian. He's not, he, he didn't even know. Yeah, this. What a what a joke, man. Like this guy has nothing to do, and you're a joke, Lyle. Yeah. 
I was re- while I was reading it though, I like he says some horrible things, but for some reason, when you read it and you imagine him saying it in an Australian accent, it's, a, it's, it's not less vile and it's almost it's comedic. Not. So it's like you, I think he's saying these things in other countries, like oh, he's just you know, he's oh, what just a, a joke, silly Australian. what a joker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, maybe the dingo ate your baby. You know, oh, you're so you're so hilarious. You know, I went British there for a sec. Yeah, yeah right. you did. that was my bad. That was my bad. I caught it. I, I heard. Uh, I felt it. I felt it come out. Uh, but Lyle Sheldon, you are a joke of the week. Let's you move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, so I had this happen about 20 minutes before we got on here uh, to record. Capture images when I'm trying to log in somewhere have gotten absolutely (laughs) outrageous. I think I failed this capture test a solid 20 times to the point where I thought, am Am I a robot? robot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then they were making them more difficult by making the image grainier. And I was like, so I went and got my glasses. Like, all right, maybe I don't have my glasses on. Maybe I'm not actually seeing the difference between a fire hydrant and a bus. But no, I'm like sitting here. I'm like, all right, I literally cannot do this any better. I've circled all the fire hydrants. And it's like, ooh, you didn't pass our capture test. Like, this is bullshit. So I ended up having to find another way into this account, but yeah, it's getting, it, it's a lot, man. It's like hey. the fact that AI has gotten so powerful that it's that now humans can't even us. do this shit. It's smarter. Yeah. It's smarter than us. Uh, I don't actually have anything on here. Um, I was, when I was feeling bad yesterday and I would eat something, uh, the back of my throat was feeling like hurt a little bit. And I think it's Bro, like a combo that- of like smoke. I think I know what it is. Yeah, it's been at gyms, I think. Just maybe breathing in all that cigarette smoke. Maybe, but also I thought about it and I was like, well, I also just ate like 75 crawfish and just squirted a whole bunch of sodium juice into my mouth like constantly for like an hour or so. So I also figured maybe that could have been it, but also the being at gyms, the smoke could have uh could have done it. So that's what that's what's snapping my stick. Very minor. Yeah, mine was messing with me every time I tried to like, like the what is it, the uvula or whatever that it was just like I could like it was just so swollen. But yeah, and I'm pretty sure the last time I was at gyms, like after not being there for so long, just because of the smoking indoors that mm-hmm. it, that's uh, it got swollen. So I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But that's yeah. what it is. All We're right, going to call hey. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but all right, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you all had a great time. Bingo. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, see you tonight. Future episodes to figure out when we'll be doing it. But we'll see you all later and have a great week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.